This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to a very special episode of the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is very special. As you can see from the title of this episode, it is our 500th episode. I know. Look at the wow. crowd goes wild. The crowd wild. is going crazy. We did it. Wow. I cannot believe it. And it is, which coincides with our six year anniversary. Right. It all kind of goes together because this is the time of the year that we started the show. It is. What a 500. It's crazy. That's a long time. And it's been it's been a while. I was thinking like, I guess take us. Let's let's take our Let's let's go back in time to starting ooh, this show. Ooh, ooh, right. Ooh, time machine. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast studio time machine. Yeah. Um, how old were you when we started the show? So six years ago, I was 32. Yes crazy and i felt too old to do the show then <laughs> no. i i no 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 i i no and i, I mean, was 28 it's crazy 28 yeah just a spring chicken yeah i remember you turning 30 yeah i remember that was like a thing that was a funny episode yes you said like um only unmarried women celebrate their 30th birthday <laughs> Big, yes. I, which was accurate. My opinion was, hasn't changed. I was unmarried. I was unmarried and unengaged at the time. Oh, that's a big. Yeah, I, yeah. But you were with Mike. I was with Mike. I was with okay. Mike when we started the show. We had been dating about four months. Four months in, but you yeah. weren't really talking about it. That wasn't like. I guess not. Yeah, it was too soon. Right. I, it was I early. Think it was yeah. early. I yeah. I don't blame you for not. Yeah, one of our early dates was we went to go. A comedy seller used to do like a brunch. Co they still do. They're back in the they brunch game. Oh, since, uh, okay. No, they took it away during the pandemic and then it came, came back. back recently. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what was one of our. And I remember we. I remember you guys came. You sat like, on the right side. That was like when I was like going to take the initiative of making an early date. Right. You know? Whoa, this is crazy. I know. I feel, uh, you know, it's funny. Like you start this show. You're like, let's do a show. And it's. um you know, I remember calling you, like pitching you the show. I remember idea. It, it, you. No, you yeah. had me come in. What, what you were like? We got an idea, right? And I came. I feel and like I, we, I like briefly mentioned it on the phone, and then you came in. Okay, Maybe. and but I remember you guys had that old office. Yeah, where it was the uh, the three-headed three monster. Yes, we said it. We wound up changing the like configuration because it looked like a tribunal. It really there did was, like, feel a seat like. In the Three seats around. It's like Survivor. Like, Come into our office. It's yeah. like, uh oh, off with his head. Uh, yeah, and and we all chit chatted. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to think of names. The I remember, names yeah. that was a big part of it. And then um, it came together pretty quickly. Yeah, I, but I think that's like because you guys, you know, the company you guys have. It's like okay, we have the resources to like. Well, the first podcast that I had ever done was your podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, where I was a guest on on J Train, mm -hmm. and then I was a guest a couple times, and then I remember Eileen um, also was a guest on a later episode, mm -hmm. and you know Eileen is like the brains behind everything. Um, right. And after we went on your show, she's like, "We should make more shows." 
Right. Like we should make shows. And so we the whole the whole Betches podcast arm really originated from from your show. I think you guys emailed me and I always the way I tell the story, I'm always Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, like I sent I connected you with some people that make podcasts. Right. And that's how we started until we got our own office and had a studio inside. And I remember the studio inside was not quite as soundproof as this one in our (laughs) old office. And so when we were recording, everyone outside would just hear you screaming like sexual things, you know, things we were talking about. (laughs) Right. Right. I remember we'd come out and I didn't know that. So like the whole office would be like, hey. <laughs> How was your weekend? Right. right? Uh, we know everything, you know. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been amazing. Right. Yeah. I, I, for me. No, it's been it's been amazing for me. I think this is like, um, you know, this is one of my favorite things that I do at Betches. It's I would, the best. If not the best. If not, if not my favorite. This is, I appreciate hearing that. I remember when this show started, I had just done Montreal Just for Laughs. And I, Montreal Just for Laughs is like the biggest comedy. Right, yeah. uh, Comedy, what do you call it? Convention. Convention. Festival. Festival, sure. In the world. It's known as like, and then you, there's a movie that was made about it. uh, So there's this thing called New Faces. Okay. And New Faces is... These are the new faces of comedy. And the old tale is that if you get new faces, you're off to Hollywood. That's it. Like, right. And then everyone tells you it's not the same as it used to be. People would walk out of here with $100,000 deals. And we don't do that anymore. Everyone, you know you know how things work. Well, it used probably, to be better, bigger. Right. Whatever. Well, it's probably when you were doing it was like when Insta- you know, when the creator world... Right. You know, like the benefit of the democratization is that everyone can kind of like create their own thing and maybe doesn't need like American Idol now. I feel like less would be less relevant because everyone right. can just put up a YouTube video of them of themselves singing. Absolutely. Less, Why would you wait in line? Less you red can tape. Just put it on you know, the Internet. And let father algorithm you know, exactly. pay you off. Um, you know, you're right. And. But even like, you know, everything in comedy. Oh, it used to be, used to be. We, you know, I, I don't like to subscribe to I that. Say that about every everything, industry, yeah. everything. So, um, I remember going and doing it, and you do your five minutes. But there have been people that have been like signed. Like I would say, from when I did Montreal just for laughs, like I remember. And so I'm in this new faces group, and my big thing was like, I'll wear a suit. I'll like look good. Like, that was my big thing. I'll do the show and look good. And I remember... Get them uh, with my hotness. Right. I'll I'll make those chairs, make those women slip off their chairs. So I I go... um, So there's two shows you do as a new face. I'm sorry if I'm taking a long time on the story. No, that's uh, but, But, like... New face, you know your group. So the big sick was made about this new faces show. If you go see that movie, oh, that's a great movie, right? That's about okay. that. Literally, it's about this exact thing. I thought it's about the guy dating the girl who's like in a coma, right? And he's trying to get new faces during this whole, you know, the side story. Oh, okay. Is he <laughs> was, like, was that the plot? Yeah, some woman dies, but whatever. Yeah. No, no, it gets in the way of his trying to get the <laughs> right. He's right. trying to get. Into this new faces thing, and it's so it's it's literally based off of like the idea, and I auditioned for years and years, never got it. Then I got it, and I remember I, I'm gonna wear a suit. Like Taylor Tomlinson was also in my new faces group, mm-hmm. um, and like she did her set, and like Netflix was like, "Get over here, you're going to Hollywood," you know, Randy. It's a yes for me, dog. I went first on the show, okay, and first is a tough spot to go in, yeah. 
fine. I go on stage and- Although better than last. I'd rather first than last. I'd rather third than first. Fair. You know, last is like everyone's over it. Right. We did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go on stage and I remember, and again, like I don't like to like live in excuses, but like the guy hosting, he didn't do a great job. Okay. He, to the point Tell where- Tell us his name. I, I, <laughs> he's not a big American act, but he was a huge Canadian act. Okay. Like had a big following there. And this is an American show. New faces, like American stand-ups are going to come and they're the new faces. And this guy was a Canadian act who was huge, but also didn't give a shit about the show. Mm -hmm. So he goes on stage and he like bombs, like to the point where like people in the audience were like, ugh. And then he he goes, okay, our next act uh, from Needham, Massachusetts, uh, Jason Fried. Just like the New York Times. Right. <laughs> like totally Jason just Fry. and he like didn't even like it was such a bad butchering of my name like where he goes ah Jason Fry uh, I don't know right. here he is it like it was guy, like right. the worst intro yeah. of all time and I come out and I gotta like you dig out of his hole on your list oh he's on the fucking list right. um I have to like dig out of this hole that the audience didn't get really warmed up I also he kind of like we kind of have the same vibe like he's like dude talking about dating mm -hmm. and then I come on looking like a dude who's going to talk about it just was not made for me to like right it wasn't a a lob okay I come out I do the set and I remember like I was so upset I was like that ain't it that ain't gonna I ain't gonna sign shit from that I was like I ain't gonna get come do SNL like this is where you right. make it okay. you know this so is where you people discovered it ain't no one. Right. No one was remembering is, Jared Friedman. Okay. I remember literally walking off stage, going, "That wasn't it." Okay. And I remember sitting in the stairway, like, "Fuck." What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Right. right this yeah. was supposed to be, you know. And you see, like, and the second show we did wasn't the show. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like a secondary. They give you another shot, and I did and really better. well on that. Okay. That was better. It was more fun for me. Didn't wear the suit. I look like I felt like an idiot, and I was sitting in like this back stairway of this theater, being like, "Fuck, what's gonna be the thing? Like, right. if this ain't it, this was supposed to be the Your thing. Big break, yeah. This was supposed to get me, you know, in the, you know, the com, you know, Comedy Central doesn't speak to me. Netflix doesn't speak to me at the time. You know, like this is all this. And then I remember, like the next week, you guys called. Oh wow, legit. And this started, and I'm like, oh cool, this is what I do. You know, I talk about dating. You know, I'm with people I'm friend, friendly with at the time. Yeah. You know, oh, this will be easy, fun. And I always thought, like, the dating conversation I was having in other places, I was like, I'm just not getting in front of the right people. Right. And it was like, and then, like, we started they the show. the Betches demo. The, yeah. <laughs> right. And, and, like, J Train podcast talking about dating. Like, what woman? And also, at the time, women weren't really listening to podcasts podcast. as much. Yeah, I like, definitely wasn't. Yeah. Right. It was sports really and was, like yeah you were there before anyone really was was pod before everyone and their mother had a podcast right and and especially like when and then i i think around the time the the what's it called podcast murder mystery was women started to listen to the first one was serial oh yeah serial was 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 like what really made i think brought podcasts into the mainstream and female world oh yeah specifically like i just remember and then all these female creators started making their own buy. And then I would be like, hey, we should have Jared on as a guest. You know, like I would be brought yeah. in. Oh, who's this douchebag? There was always like one woman who knew me and another woman who was like, oh, 
was he going to come on and talk about bullshit, you know, like right. be an asshole. And then at the end, they'd be like, whoa, that was actually, you know, and uh, but I remember this coincides with like really feeling like, fuck, I got nothing. Yeah, and it's then funny. I remember happening. getting coffee with you like maybe a year or two before we even started. And you were like doing this comedy thing. Like, I don't know. Feels like, feels like <laughs> I'm a little like you're a little like frustrated with yeah. it, I think. Um, and it's just been amazing to watch you like grow as a comedian and like to the point, you know, you have this special and you're doing the late night shows. And it's been like it's just because I, I do remember that that meeting like so right. and how far things can can go it's well, been it's really due amazing. to this partnership this friendship this show and the yeah. audience here and you guys and batches and it, it's all goes together so like you know 500th episode like i'm thankful yeah, you know same. like right like um and it's been six years six Crazy. years yeah. what a journey so and thank you to candace who brought us milk bar and you know obviously thank you to the whole batches team who really it not you know it's not just about us speaking it's about the production and the um, and the outlines and the marketing and so thank you to everyone who's and for the listeners people have been listening since the first episode unbelievable they know us better than we know ourselves i think um yes. <laughs> but uh, you know to bring it back to the office here like it yeah. always feels nice like it feels like people genuinely like enjoy the show you know the they know about the show you know like Sometimes we come out and, you know, when Jorge was on, people were watching as it's being filmed. Yes. You know, like, it's very cool to, you know, feel part of this and this, you know, the greater thing. Well, because so. dating is like a little, I mean, I, I'm going to say it's fairly universal. Just like the struggle of meeting someone that you want to be with for potentially the rest of your life is like a, there's not that many people who are exempt from some sort of dating dilemma. Race, religion. Uh, yeah. socioeconomic, you know, love whatever. Love brings us all together. It's all, there it is. <laughs> What's more relatable than love? So we say this all to say thank you, yes. to say share this show. We we believe in the product. We The product is us. It's yes. very personal. Put our heart and souls into this show. And, you know, when, when we get the feedback from you guys that you, that you love an episode or you love the show or you felt less alone or you felt like it made dating a little more digestible, that's, I think, the best thing we could ever hear. And if you guys want to be a benefits subscriber, we have a special sale going on in honor of our 500th episode. Go to subscribe.betches.com and you can get um, the year-long subscription. If you subscribe year-long, you'll get a discount. It's going to be $34.99. Go to subscribe.betches.com. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on 
on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows and let's get into our little trivia let's do it hi hi Hi. okay candace thank you for the milk bar yes you've done a fantastic job and for being a great producer along with jorge great work i was also craving it so if you didn't want it (laughs) those red velvets they hit All right. Me. So you guys talked about this last year, so I want to see if you remember what date is the UUP anniversary. Jared, I'd like you to answer first. I think it's November 16th. Jordana? I think it's November 17th. We're going off of the episode release date. It is November 15th. Oh, Whoa. Wow. You were closer. I knew I'm it impressed. was mid-November. Yeah, same. I was going to say a little later in the month, actually. Impressed. Yeah. November 15th. You guys might have said that you recorded around like November 6th or 7th, though. I just remember so the remember, the talk. Yeah. I just remember like a, a, a very like relevant dating talk for a podcast is holiday time. It yes. is a very tense time. It's the time you're getting asked about it. Mm-hmm. You can ignore your relationship status in the summer. 
you can have a fun summer and forget it even exists. You never forget relationships exist around the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. And November 16th is like, we're heading into it. And if you're out there, like, it's the same thing, like uh, body, weight, relationships. You're like, fuck, how do I look? And who am I seeing? You got to evaluate. Also, it's like close to the new year. And then that's another big, mm-hmm. like, reflection time for that. Yeah. So Here I can understand. Are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, who was the first guest? I have no idea. I honestly, like, I'm trying to think maybe a comedian. Yeah. Because it was like an easy call. Was it Whitney Cummings? It was Whitney Cummings. Oh, wow. Come on. I wasn't wow. there. You weren't there. It was the, I think that's the only episode I've ever done without you. Right. Because I remember calling you. I was like, Whitney Cummings is free on this day. Like, And you were like, I, I got a show, but like, you should take it. Right. Um. So that was the, I think that's the only you up interview I've ever done by myself. I, yeah, that, that's the only reason I remember it. After that, you were like, I'm never missing another one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wally pipped. Yeah. I have to say, we've never missed a week. No. Well, that's, yeah. that's something I take a lot of pride in Same. for this show. Like the whole best of episode. What a garbage thing to do to your fans. <laughs> I, I I just think it's like, I'm a podcast listener big time. What shows do you listen to, Jordan? I don't even think I've I ever listen asked to you. a lot of true crime. Obviously, I listen to the Betches uh, slate of podcasts. I also mm. listen to Red Handed is my is my favorite true crime podcast. It's um like two British women. They're really funny. Just okay. doing like true crime murder stuff. It's great. That's great. I, I mean, at, but when they take time off, do you get like annoyed? I just go like, right. how the fuck do I have nothing? Right. Like, they're like, oh, we've been busy this week. Like, fuck you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know how long that day. Just uh, split up one into two. No, but in the words of Kim Kardashian, no one wants to work. Right. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, yeah. I, to me, I'm like, yeah, we'll do two this week so that we're ahead. Like, yeah. No, we've. It doesn't seem like the hardest thing in the world. I, I don't know. I don't take a lot of like, uh, I, I, you know. It does take up time. Don't get me wrong. Hardest working people in America. That's right. right. That's why um, you should share this fucking show. Exactly. <laughs> um, but You're welcome. Yeah, Whitney, I knew I had a feeling it was Whitney. Wow. All right. Back to Valentine's Day for that episode 2018. Oh, yeah. She was promoting some movie that she. Made. I remember that's um, what it was on the press right. tour. So who was your most memorable guest? Oh, there's only one that I remember. I have a list of everybody. So just there's only one that like I'll never forget. Like bad. Yeah, Nancy uh, Jo oh, Sales. Yeah. She was definitely the worst guest. That was the most That was horrific. like awkward. That was awkward. You can go back and listen to it. Um, I was <laughs> totally cut out at the knees. Uh, I didn't know she had this like, someone, there's a reality TV show you probably know about that like referenced her once. Yeah, she was. She did a lot of like dating app stuff. Oh, there was. What happened that your name? Nan- what is her name? Not Nancy. Um, Alexis Nyers from The Bling Ring. There was like a there's like a meme with her where she's like screaming at Nancy Joe for writing something mean like that she claims Pretty is untrue. Pretty wild on Eve. I yes. love that show. So I have no relevance, right? People in this there's sometimes things that happen at Betches. I'm like, I I it's have a no too, too intensely pop culture for you. It right? was so yeah. inside, yeah. and I had no reference for her as a person writer, and I'm sure she's fantastic at her job. I don't think it felt deeply. Um, she wasn't up for the fun of this show. No, I don't. I think she didn't get it. Right. And mm-hmm. and there's a way. Listen, I understand. Like things she brought up. I'm like, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but like, again, like, I guess we don't come at dating from that angle. 
if you're coming from at, uh, at dating from the angle of like these are corporations trying to take your money, go fuck yourself. Right. That's not I, where we're at. No, yeah. we're we're in the 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 land of I think this podcast lives in the land of like dating things happen. Here's an umbrella to make sure you don't get wet when they happen. Right. And yeah. I don't think she we're even having a wanted, little more fun. Right. And she and also I remember that episode specifically because I took a lot of like happiness in I I I think I was the most I was thoroughly impressed by your strength. Like, <laughs> like, like, because I think we were both in that episode, like, okay, how do we wrap this? <laughs> right. But you were like there to have the conversation with her. Like I, that I couldn't have. I, I, it was as if like in like you and I were there to like have to spar with this person. And then she just like, like Nancy Joe just like turned to me, stabbing the heart. <laughs> was like, got rid of that bitch. And then was there to like, go with you. And you were fully equipped to have the conversation that I couldn't have. Um, I know it's funny. I don't remember it that way. But, That's how I but it's, I mean, it's possible. And I just didn't, didn't realize it. But that was a contentious episode. That was one of my, that was, I would say my, the most uncomfortable episode we had. Obviously memorable, like Rebel Wilson was like surreal. The that, whole thing with was, her is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, to hear that's that, that that someone like her like subscribes to our podcast. Hi Rebel. The, hi Rebel. <laughs> um most memorable like in a positive way for me I think that was uh that was really great. It felt like yeah. a really uh It nice. was a win like to you know you hit the the mainstream so to speak. Exactly. We to, got Sebastian Stan on here. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um crazy who won't come on this show. But Nick Vial. <laughs> Of the names, yeah. uh, who's the woman you like? Es Esther Perel. What's the deal? I don't know. If you're listening, anyone who, I, I've been trying to get her on for years. This is Jordana's dream. I don't understand. Please come on. I don't know. <laughs> it becomes a little personally offensive. It does a little bit, right? You, when you see someone on like other shows, I'm mean, she's like a she's the most incredible. I know she would never do this to personally offend me. She's like the the coolest person. Uh, maybe it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I don't I'm know sure what she. I mean, to me. I don't understand why anyone would not come on the show. Agreed. That is in the dating space. Yeah. Like and relationship, I, I, all that. Yeah. I, I got to assume. I don't know. I, I, I it maybe does someone, become personal. Maybe it's someone on the team that doesn't like me. <laughs> There's got to be. I don't know what the fuck it is. If you're listening or you know someone who knows someone who knows. She, open invite. Yeah. Open we invite. have an open invite please, to all these people. Please come on. Um, this is Jordana's dream. That yes. That is one Who's that I. dream? Um, I I would love to have Derek Jeter. Really? This is the <laughs> no. I mean, sorry. So would I. So would I. Judges. So I'm here trying so, to make your dream happen. So, no, so would I, Derek. Please come on. Well, why why Derek Jeter? Specifically because his dating life, not Tom Brady. Tom Brady, uh, his dating life doesn't really interest me. Derek Jeter was known as the gift bad guy for women that he would sleep with date in New York City. I thought that I, was A-Rod. No, 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 no. Derek Jeter was like okay. the date. He was a, a bachelor in New York City as the. He was like big in the like Carrie Bradshaw age. Right. right. Yeah. And I just want to know, like I would, I I, know, I don't know. He, I don't think he would answer any question because he's been famously like. Really, yeah, yeah, quiet. Famously, like, known as a bachelor, known as a dater, known as a New York City guy, also known as we don't know much. Right. 
So I just think it would be the most interesting dating conversation to hear how he dated, how he got fixed up, how he would like, I guess like, how do you, how did he negotiate this huge fame where no one seems to have anything to say? Like, right. so what He's happened? He's kind of quieter now. Like I haven't heard much about him in a while. He's married with kids. Like he moved to Florida. Like he's like in this commercial for Jeep Wagoneer where like strangely he drives home from New York or some shit. I don't know. It's in like a Jeep. weird, in a Jeep. <laughs> like it's a weird commercial. I don't know. He's just someone that I would like be like, what? I got, I got to figure, I want to know. Right. All right. Well, if you're listening and you have yeah. any pull Derek in that Jeter world, connects. get us. Yeah. I, I'll, I'm very excited at the prospect as well. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, I, I, this is, I know this about Jordana. She wants Esther Perel on the show. Yes. And you know, listen, you have to speak it. I, I'm going to manifest it. Right. I'm going to go home and do some crystal work. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, rub it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throwing some Jeter rub on there. Yeah, I'm going to throw in both of those. Okay. I think we're, I, I'm manifesting both of these guests for 2024 for us. Love it. Love it. All right. Can you guys name a guest from every year of the pod? Okay. Well, we got Whitney Cummings, year one. Was right. she before the end of 2017? Well, we're going to 2018 because Whitney Cummings was, yeah, start of 2018. So 2018. So five now. guests. Yeah. Okay. Rebel Wilson. That was. Well, she was on two in two different years, but the most recent one was this year. Mm -hmm. Ronnie um, Chang. He was the same. Yeah, he was right around the Nancy Joe one. When was that? 2018? Yeah. So, well, Ronnie was actually 2019. Nancy oh. Joe was 2018. So. Oh. Okay. Well, we okay. just knocked two well, out. Got two Cummings up. counted for 2018 already. So. Okay. Okay. 2020, 2021. Do you remember anything during the pandemic? 2020 we, we guess let me just say i think the way we handled the pandemic was fantastic yes let me just say we're a dating podcast we said we're gonna like admit to the reality i i, I give us a lot of credit we did a virtual live show too that virtual live yeah. show we did things that help people put their brain in the shelf and some of you may have navigated the dating world in a pandemic with that was a, mind it was and, a weird time to be dating yes yeah. so i i give us a lot of credit i don't know who we had as a guest though in 2020 to virtual guests. Did we do a virtual Oh, guest? we did. You know, we had Sam Morell his first time on with, with Taylor Tomlinson. Oh, yeah. They were a, they they were were a dating. pandemic couple. Yeah. That was 2020, yes. right? It was 2020. That's we a also good had one. Nicole Byer on in, in 2020, I believe. Yes. And we also had, I'm trying to think, 2021. Jordana well, <sighs> named a guest from 2021. Sebastian Stan? In the Wednesday episode. No. In the Wednesday episode. So oh, just, Logan Yuri. Uh yes. Yeah. Logan Yuri, people Stan loved her. Sorry? Sebastian Stan was twenty twenty two, but yeah. There we go. Oh, okay, right. look at us. There we go. We did it. All right. Hopping over to the next one. What is the episode that you guys get DM'd about the most? Um probably my breakup. Okay. That's probably the one I if I was to put on a graph. Of like the most I've ever gotten. Right. Well, that's yeah. like the most personal right. probably one that you got. And anyone who's going, the thing is anyone who's going through a breakup, I think wants breakup content. Right. You should do more breakup episodes. Not like if you like breakup, gen <laughs> breakups generally. Like I'm still, yeah. you know, healing <laughs> from that no, I one. I think that one people, um, you yeah. know, anyone who's going through a breakup, uh, and you don't hear many breakup stories of the person who does the breaking up. And from men. Time. And from men, yeah. You don't hear it from men. So. You know, you know, every man turns into a political candidate 
the minute they're breaking up with someone. They're very, especially not divorced men. I'm not talking about divorced men get angry. And you know, and like, or like, lose it. Right. I think when you talk about Joe Jonas, like, if you want to come on, sorry, we'll, we'll <laughs> open invite. Um, I think when it comes to like, got especially considering the audience where we're like, you know, a lot of the audience is dealing with that like, three month in. What is this? What's going on? Yeah. Why did it end? I think that was like a very big look under the behind the curtain of, and again. Even in that episode, I think I was like, as you know, how many people did I send it to here to make sure that I was like that it was good. It professional was okay. Yeah. and okay and yeah. not speaking for anyone else? You know, like I, yeah. I, I was very, I hope I was thoughtful in that whole process. But like, again, you this are. Is, yeah. now I'm being a straight dude talking very politically. So like I, you know, so this is how we get. You were very thoughtful in that episode, and I know that because we we didn't we avoided doing it for a bit until we you know you wanted to do it right. Right. Yeah. Because again, that's the hard part. We talk about this like when you're going through dating while doing a dating podcast, you're like, you're like, that's the hard part. Right. Is like ah, you know, I gotta say some things that anyone can listen to, right. including my parents. You know, I've told I've, you know how many podcasts have I got? I get a call from my mom. What are you saying about me? <laughs> she gets like a. And you're like, I didn't know you listened. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I walked in the house once. My dad's like, you got it all wrong. Yeah. You have a few of those. You know, it's funny. Like in the beginning, you don't think about like what, who listens to what you say. And then I think mm. the longer you do it, the more that's in the back of your head or you know how to like navigate that a little easier. Right. And I don't know if that makes for a worse podcast or maybe it's a better one. I don't know. Depends, I guess. It's more respectful one. That's why you got to sign up for the benefits. Thirty six ninety five, thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, for the whole the, year, the, the whole year, whole year. Um, mine is my situationship episode. I actually yes. remember when it aired because I get asked where, when it, like how to find it all the time. Um, which was twenty nineteen, January. It was either like the last week in in twenty nineteen or the first week in twenty twenty. It's like right. right around the holidays because it was right after our Vancouver Vancouver episode. Um, yeah. and that was an episode. It's funny. Cause like I had dealt with that for so long, but it took me a while into doing this podcast to really talk about it. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. You know? Because you, I, I think there's a fear of like, you know, when you put these things out there, you're like, when's that email coming? Right. You right. Wanna... And you want to say it right. You want to be prepared to say it right. And you also want to like say it without Ang you know, you want a anger, little distance from distance, it yeah, yeah. so that you can feel like you're you're doing it in a way that's respectful but also, you know, accurate, but also like gives you the real like the pain behind a lot of the stuff right. that we talk about also gives you that. And I think that's just that to me is like the most requested episode or the most DM'd episode I get because it's so relatable, I think, to like be in something that you mm. don't know how to get out of that um it's like a little bit of an addiction. Right. Um, no, I, the closest I, I, I've come to like a dating addiction, I think. I yeah. remember that. I mean, I got DM'd about that episode too. That's yeah. probably more, you know, on the graph, I'd put that probably more than, than my the, breakup one. But like that, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And people relate to that so fucking much. Yeah. And that was, um, I think that was just like, a, it's one of those ones I was also scared to talk about it. But after, it's always the ones you're the most scared to talk about that people appreciate the most. It's the most honest, yeah. What was the funniest episode? 
Oh, I know. I know. I have one. I have one that I I probably should go back and listen to. Okay. Because I think it's the next hour of my stand-up. Oh, yeah? Not the one I'm doing on the road now, but I've started to talk about a little bit about going to Franc. I was, it's funny. That was like mine also. <laughs> my The funniest episode, I think the episode I've last left, maybe the the hardest of any time in my life, was when you got back from... You got back from like your terrible trip to the south of France yes. that you took alone that you had like the worst time in. And there was just, it was just the funniest episode I think we've ever done. I don't even know. I don't even remember why it was so funny. I don't even remember like what we were saying, but I just remember like laughing uncontrollably that entire episode. I remember that too. And I felt like such a loser. It's funny that we're on the same page. Same I mean, it's not page. funny, but like it makes sense. No. Yeah. And I think I was like still jet lagged. Okay. There was still like a, like an, like I was like exhausted. You're talking even about smoking though... being cool. I remember that. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> it was very yeah. funny. Yeah, I, I got that's definitely a memorable. And also, like I was just such a loser. <laughs> I think that was part of it. It was just like it was just like I thought it was like relatable, hysterical. Just like the way I think we were like, you know, you were so like over it that you was just so honest, right? No, was... I because also it's this like juxtaposition between. You just spent like a chunk of dough. Like, like I didn't go to like a, like a, like a, I didn't do backpacking in Europe. Like I went and like made a big trip. Yeah. And it was just like, and people were following on my stories too, I think. So like, it was like the stories behind the stories too for a lot of people. And then you went like dark for a little bit. I, did, I went off of social media. Yeah. That was the, I hadn't done that That was that the in most years. concerning thing. People I were think, worried about me. I was worried. I was like, has he been kidnapped? Right. <laughs> Got taken. Yeah. Uh, I started for some reason the other night, I was tired of whatever material I was doing. I started talking about like, so I went to Europe alone and it, it's, it did okay. But like, you could tell like, I'm like, oh, there's a bigger story here. Oh, yeah. Like of just being single abroad is just like for a straight dude, don't fucking do it. Like <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking to get laid. Don't do it. If yeah. You heard it here first. Listen to that episode. Do we know the date of that episode? <laughs> yeah, what's that? It was it was August. I, I believe it was sometime in August 2022. Yeah. And I had had it with dating, too. At that yeah. point. I think I was on like it was a like dating, dating career. Like, yeah, career. Yeah. That, yeah, we did. I hadn't taped a special yet. Yeah. That was a, uh, then you taped the special a few months later. Look at how but, things yeah. changed from that episode. To where we are <laughs> where now. We are so now. happy as clams. Right. <laughs> I'll make sure to put all the titles for all of these episodes on the Instagram story too in this episode. Great. I got so many messages from that one. That's that was another one. such a funny episode. <laughs> we must have had good emails too. I, do, I don't even remember what we talked about. Just I, I remember, remember having either. had it. Yeah. I just remember it being like so funny. I don't know. <laughs> And, you know, I'm not even like I laugh. I like think a lot of things are funny, but I don't laugh like out loud right. all the time. I'm sure you know this about me. But that episode, I was like un un uncontrollable laughter. <laughs> all right. So this one might double as what was your funniest episode. But are there any episodes that still stick with you or that you've told friends about? I think Have that's you? sort of the. um I don't tell my Same friends one. about anything I yeah. do here. No. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have any friends. I have no friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm a man in my late 30s. We have no um, friends. Have you, uh, I usually tell people to go. Oh, the Julia episode, people. Oh, people that for is, sure. Yeah. That I've told people to listen to. Sam. That's Sorry. like. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, that I that was like a per, that was a that was a good for me episode of like it was personal, but it was not personal. Right, that's you know a fun I mean? place to be. Right, yeah, you guys, just you, the right amount of distance. Right, for me, we were talking. Uh, some people want an update on Julia. Julia is dating someone. Julia is in a is happily in a relationship. I, I've never seen someone as happy as her in my entire life. She. Beaming. It's annoying, right? No, yeah. it's, no, it's it's great. I'm like I'm so happy for her. Right, I'm happy for her too. We're happy that, you know, we can take credit for that. We got her off exactly. You know, off of the, you know, just like my fra. Well, that was like another. Again, I think these are what that is in common with my most popular episode is they're both kind of like situationship type episodes of like the what what our podcast does best, which is right. like this is this gray area of dating where it's like. The guy that usually we're talking about the guy doesn't hate you, but mm. he's also not giving you what you want mm -hmm. and like how to navigate that. And that that was the biggest issue for me when dating. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I and, and also being that guy. Like I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah. So like I we all had a, no one can to... you. Can, and I think like to hear the hems and haws in my voice when I have to explain that position. Right. It personalizes it for people listening. I think it gives people like totally. a, like a, you, you know, it's less evil. It's less like. It undemonizes the men. That's right. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to NUULY.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's NUULY.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. 
Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Okay, so we're going to play a fun game called Red Flag Aversary. We're going to go back to some three different red flag deal breakers from over the years, and we're going to, like, rehash them. Think about what we said. Right. This is from an episode called Why Does My Boyfriend Rarely Seek Out Sex? It's from 2017, and it also happens to be our first ever episode, first ever red flag or deal breaker question. So we've been playing red flag deal breaker since episode one. The OGs. We, that's why we invented dating. Right. You know. Right. Um, and also, it does feel like a lot of things have been hacked from this show. I yeah. think, you know, TikTok owes us some royalties. But, Jorge, play the clip. All right. Let's play, um, let's play a game. Let's play our very first edition of You Ups game. Can you press pause? <laughs> How about Jorge's got to feel a little pride right now hearing the sound on this episode one. So much better now. Horrific. Yeah. I feel wow. like we're doing it in an airplane. It's like old black and white TV shows. Right. right? <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, let's play, um, let's play a game. Let's play our very first edition of You Ups game. It's called <laughs> Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Red um, Flag or Deal Breaker. Right. I'm going to read some scenarios and okay. we can decide if they are red flags or just or complete deal breakers. They call their mom and dad every night before they go to bed, even when they're with you. Okay, so was this a red flag or deal breaker for you? I said it was a deal breaker, and mm. I bet the story I told was about my college boyfriend um, being really obsessed with his mom. And I bet it was a red flag for me. Okay. I think I was okay with it. I think it would still be that, but let's hear, let's hear it. Yeah. It would still be that for me. Here's why it's a good thing, green flag. Oh, well, I, I agree it's a good thing, but not every time. I want anyone I date to have other relationships that aren't with me. <laughs> Their mom okay? and their dad? Absolutely. That means free time. <laughs> I You'd still say that. I still say that. Yeah. I'd still love it. Get out of here. I can go to my mom's phone, house. go hang yeah. out with mom. Love it. Nice. Different levels of red. I had an ex who we all, from college, we all knew had a- um, Very close. Was very close with his mom. He used to like sit on her lap. They went away. Hold on. Spring break. <laughs> sit on her lap? And post it on Facebook. Yeah. She would post it on Facebook. How oh, heavy was he? The sister. He was like- was he, How skinny size. was he? He was normal He was kind of like you. Just very, I'm very not sitting petite. on my mom's lap. <laughs> right, well. Okay, not like mom herself was strange. She like It was a really weird family dynamic. It was like a very, it was a very strange thing, but he was like- Call her all the time. He told me he was like the number one woman in his life. He went on spring and break his with mom her. Mom actually told me that they were like in love. It was weird. It's funny. I feel bad for airing that story now that I'm hearing it. I don't remember airing that story, and now I feel bad in case he's ever listened really? to this because now it seems kind of mean, right? It does. It doesn't seem mean to me. I, I don't know. I'll defend you, but I. I feel like the 28 year old me didn't think it was as mean as the 34 year old me. Right. I I, I understand that because there's a little bit of like. That's very specific. Talking shit, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, everyone who like knows me or knows that right. thing, I think, knows who I'm talking about. And yeah, and we just know how easy. Now we're repeating it now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like a 34 year old year doesn't matter. Doesn't I guess not. Mean anything. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm with, you. I, I would, I mean, believe me, I listen to myself and I'll go, uh, well, it kind of goes back to what we were saying about like, you know, navigating how you speak on the show and right. what you're saying and how you're saying it and maybe how discreet you are. Um, so I think that's a lesson I've learned in time. Right. So I guess as my my opinion on the topic hasn't really changed, but the story I would tell would maybe a little be a little more anonymous, <laughs> a little different. Um, let's do another one from 2019. Yeah, this is from November 2019 episode called "How Often Do I Need to Text My Significant Other While I'm Away." Um, so let's do. Let's hear it. Let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. I thought that was Unscrews the lid off the Parmesan at a restaurant and pinches the amount he wants with his fingers instead of using it like a shaker. Okay. What did you answer? I would, flag or deal breaker? I think I'd say deal breaker because it'd be like embarrassing or unhygienic. I can't remember what I would have said. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of I think it's like a good idea. Oh, but then it says that there's a multiple choice around this. All right, let's play. I love this one. What do you think? I mean, this guy is like, it's a <laughs> pizza pie. Can you imagine? Like, it's a. I don't like it. The shaker gets move. in the way. Let me uh, Let me spruce this in up. That. Ugh. I think it'd probably be a red flag. Red flag. Okay. Yeah. And why? Because and then this goes into the multiple choice. Jordana proceeds to use an adjective to describe this behavior. Which of the following adjectives did she use? Okay. One, A, endearing, B, deranged, C, trainable. I think at this point, you know me. What do trainable. you think? Trainable. Yeah, you I were think, like, I can get this out of I it. think I trainable too. Right. I, there's no question. Right. I think there's. I think this is trainable. <laughs> this, there we go. Yeah, this is one of those things that like, it's not like a. What if a girl did this? I would look at her and go, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, like, how, what's the... You're using your hands? It's a shaker. It's a shaker that you can shake. It's like, no, I, want, I like it dispersed how I like it dispersed. <laughs> yeah, the shaker gets away from you sometimes. Right. I need uh, the extra need the extra control. Yeah. Well, to me, if that's the answer, I'm like, ugh, she's going to be fucking tough to deal with. This is trainable. I would bring around a uh, pocket Purell, and every time he was going for it, I'd just be like... Give me your hands runner on the wow. Purell. Look at that. Yeah, you were ahead of things. It's funny. I remember before the pandemic, we did a we did a red flag or deal breaker about a guy who like Purells his hands before he gets on the subway. And mm. I said it was a deal breaker because he was like a loser. And then the pandemic happened. And everyone was like, remember when you said that sanitizing your hands was like lame? You're anti-vax! <laughs> What's the next one? We're doing one more. And it's from 2021. Let's, next- do, a, let's do a 2020... 2020 or because we just did that one. I think it'll ruin it. Right. 2020. Just to know. November 2020. This is. Okay. Let's do one more. Let, let's do one more from 2020. Like the year. The Woo-hoo. year. The, you know. Uh, the Purell year. The, the year of Purell. <laughs> right. This is from a November 2020 episode called Where's the Line Between Being Shady and Wanting Privacy? Okay. So play the clip. Met this dentist on Hinge and he asked me out on a date. So I was like, all right, let's do this. Overall, not a bad date. We both have one entree and two drinks and then the waitress drops the check. So he turns to me and he goes, Oh, so like I'll pay two thirds and you pay one third. Is that cool? What? Uh, don't you just want to split? And he goes, no, no, no. Like I want you and you 
I'm like, okay, sure we can do that if you want. The waitress comes, picks up both of our cards. She asks if we want to split for the third time. Uh, I'm gonna pay two thirds and she'll pay one third. Yeah, that's. That waitress looked at him like he was such an idiot. Is this like a power play or something? So Jordana, what do you think? Is it a power play? Is it a red flag deal breaker? What do you think? So we have another multiple choice question. Did Jordana say he was trying to close the wage gap? Two thirds of a feminist, one third away from a deal breaker. I I, I guess all three. I, I I think well the feminist one speaks to me. Yeah. Feels like a Oh yeah, that sounds like something you would say. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the clip. Let's hear it. I feel like it's a very failed attempt at showing like a sort of sense of like feminism or equality in <laughs> thoughts because to me, unless it's really about the money, the two thirds thing I think is more offensive than splitting. I kind of agree with like her notion there. Yeah, it's like this power play. We It is a power play. It, it feels like that. I could understand how it felt that way. Right. To me, it's kind of like he's saying I'm like two thirds of a feminist. I'm not like completely a feminist. Like, I don't think that like we should split it. I'd still like to pay for more, but I'll allow you to pay for a third because like women's rights. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I respect I, you. <laughs> this is I mean, it's it's as if he was like, listen, I want to cover that extra 23 cents that men make more than women. Like, you know, like I we uh, don't make double, so I'm not going to pay for it all. But. Sure. What do you think of this one? This is 2020. This is November 2020. I, I was going to say, did I have a lisp there? Like, was this after I got my braces? I forgot about that. Yes. That was a funny episode. That that was a funny episode. That that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the messages you got afterwards. Oh, my God. I got the meanest um we got the meanest reviews about the lisp. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Someone wrote it was inspired creativity. Someone wrote a really negative mean review with a lisp oh, in the in the review. I am so I... <laughs> you have like you put yourself through hell reading these reviews. You've read every review. I've read every review that anyone's ever written. Um, <laughs> but I think yeah. So from this one, I guess you said two thirds of a feminist. Yes, and I said trying to close the wage gap or you said yeah, that. Uh, opposite. You said that. Yeah. Um, okay. So what is an old segment you guys would like to bring back? Have we stopped doing any segments? I feel like we've had the same segments for a bit. I know. I, we really stopped being creative here. Uh, SOS. We, we did a bunch of those. Those were fun. I, I love the SOS. I think it would be better. I think if they were in studio, I think if they were like part of the Betches, yeah, universe. I mean, like we had those Julia. were great, and jazz. That was great. Jazz. Very yeah, recently. I, I think people. I think that would be fun for this show. Yeah, let's get more Betches staff in here. If you want to work at Betches, you too <laughs> could be on this show, except with us exploiting your dating life. Right. Is there anything else you would want to bring back? I don't know. I don't think so. We do it pretty well. Right. If it's really good, we keep it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Okay, and then in the you up drinking game that Maddie made. Um, what is something that either of you need to do for a listener to take a drink? Jared, do you know what Jordana needs to do? And Jordana, do you know something that Jared needs to do? I do. Ooh. I'll go first. Jared says something about fra. <laughs> is that in there? Uh, or was it before that? It might have been before. <gasps> oh, uh -oh. wow. You sure? 
yeah, that's not in here. Oh, wow. I'm yeah, that's actually shocking. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. What would I... I know mine, because after that drinking game, I was like um, so self-conscious. What, I think. Saying like? Um, no, no, but now I that. am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was because you guys were so self-conscious about the like Oh, thing. yeah. You and all, uh, Sammy and like, Don't yeah. say like. You know, I've embraced the like. It's not going anywhere. It's what it is. It's part of who I am. What was mine? Um, I forgot we had a drinking game. Behind, it was on yeah. the it was on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, on the Instagram. That's I think why I didn't warn you about this. Mine I was, didn't want anybody to cheat. Was mine talking about Long Beach? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. taking over and destroying Long Beach. Was yeah. mine talking about finger in the butt? No. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's more embarrassing is, the ones we don't get. Yeah, right. The... This is bad. What was mine? Well, I mean, uh, you can you can make that work. Jared says something gross is kind of hot. Fair. Toads preach. Uh, Jared abbreviates a word. Okay. Totes so, brief everything on perp, bro. Love um, it. Georgiana talks about being a disgusting. Yes. Jared sings. Um, or Fa la 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 la. La la. Holiday season. It's we're almost there. Christmas spectacular. It's time for right. Jared to sing. It's the the you up musical. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's do yeah. let's do one more question. Yeah. And then, what have you guys learned from doing this show? Ooh. Um, I wish that this show existed when I was dating. Yeah. I feel like I'd, I would have been a much better dater. Yeah. Things would have moved quicker or yeah. like more efficiently, I think, for people if you really listen to what we're talking about. Yeah. I think like, you know, you're, I've learned so much from you about the way that men think. Uh huh. Um, I hope and- I'm giving a proper. No, I think you are. And I think that it's been, you know what I mean? It's it's depersonalized a lot of of dating experiences that I've had in the past. Um, and it's gotten me in the mind of 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 a lot of people that I dated. And I think setting your standard has been a really empowering message that, you know, you've been saying really this whole time and dating like you're the CEO. That was also a, a good phrase that you had. And I think that if I had gone into dating like that, um, I would have ended a lot of things earlier. Right. Well, listen, I've seen a few listeners do TikToks using that line um, without tagging this yes. podcast and uh, either of us. But um, I think mine's like actually the opposite, like realizing mm-hmm. how serious and like they're really, si- you know, and this is the thing that, you know, the, the I, you know, what, we, we don't go viral a lot. I think people love this show. But like the, the idea, the, when you see a viral clip of a dating conversation, it's always like this thing about like, this is why women are single. Like from the guy's end, you see a lot of that that's yeah. politicized. And to me, it was never that. And I'm not trying to make myself sound like some sort of hero, but like I do understand like there are people out there. I think what I've learned is made it more personal. Okay. You know, well, like yeah, that's the, the other that's side the, of it. Right. Because it, to me, it's always dating's fun. fun. This is hilarious, fun dating talk. And then this podcast, you hearing stories and just how it's taken from the other side, you go, oh, there could be people. There's people out there who are like killing it and everything. Have great friends. Have a fun time. Have a fun life. And they can't figure this thing out. Right. It's the hardest thing in their life. And I think when I first started doing this, you don't. Again, the voice in the back of your head. 
that voice never sat there of like someone who's like listening with tears streaming down their cheek. <laughs> you know, because what we find out is that people receive our podcast as kind of a what I've you heard this too is like the the get well gift in the gift bag after a breakup. Yeah. So friends say, like, so many people were like, it was a breakup. A friend was like, you got to listen to this podcast. It can help you. It makes it fun. It also, like, gets you inside the mind of, you know, an honest conversation. So, like, I think now in the back of my head is always, like, who's the person that really doesn't think this is fun? <laughs> you know? And, and I never had people, that yeah. before. Because in the beginning, it was just like, let's fucking sing like a ghost dog and make fun of shit and be disgusting. Yeah, I think we've evolved a lot. I think we yeah. both understand the other, the opposite sex, at least in a lot of stereotypical ways, um, a lot better. And I think it's made the show even stronger. And I've I've loved doing the show with you. I love uh, I hope it. it continues forever. And um, I've loved the friendship that we've, that we've really formed throughout these years. I feel like it's very unique and it's really strong. And um, that's another amazing thing that's come out of it. It's the best part. I, you know, I was saying we went on someone else's podcast. Uh, we went on Best Friends. Yes. With Sashir and Nicole. Yeah. And they interviewed us separately, then brought us back together. To And it was, um, you know, I was just, we were talking, about, I was just like, it was like nice to go to your house and like hang out and, yeah. you know, do a podcast that wasn't taped. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't for think. For fun. Right. For fun, yeah. This, you know, the conversations we have here, there's no, you know, we talk about like, figuring our way out to say it respectfully, you know, tell stories respectfully. But this is our conversations. Right. Yeah. This you know, is like, how we this is how we speak. Sometimes we walk in here and it's like, let's start this up because we want to like catch up. Like even Wednesday's episode, I was like, I gotta hear about Halloween. Right. Like, I, I, but then it's like, let me just tell it to you for everyone with everyone else. Because <laughs> I yeah. think it's interesting. Right. But um yeah. So yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's uh five to five hundred more. To five hundred more. Um, and that's it for this episode. We'll that's be back it. on Wednesday with your 501st episode. That's right. <laughs> Bye. The UA podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.